welcome to the Acupuncture Marketing School podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Grassick, and I'm here to help you get visible in your community, take marketing action with confidence, and get more patience in your practice and more money in your pocket every week. We both know you're a talented, passionate acupuncturist and that acupuncture has the power to change lives. So let's dive right into this episode and talk about how you can reach more patients. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about how to get patients who are already committed to acupuncture before they even become your patients, before you get them on the phone or in your office and explain how acupuncture works, that it's cumulative, etc. These elusive kind of ideal patients who don't require convincing about acupuncture. So these are patients who are ready to commit to a course of treatment, to invest in their health, to make an effort and do their part in achieving their wellness goals. So how the heck do you cultivate this kind of patient? Where do they come from? The number one way I've found to do this to attract these kinds of patients is to constantly educate your audience about how acupuncture works in your marketing. And when I say how it works, what I really mean is Everything that you find yourself repeating to your new patients on a regular basis. So this would include uh, primarily treatment frequency, right? So the fact that acupuncture is cumulative, as well as how you practice individually and what your unique expectations are of your patients. For example, the diet and lifestyle changes that you often recommend, Um, the ways that you need patients to participate in their own wellness for best results, etc. So for example, if you often ask people to make dietary changes when they become your patients, you can describe those changes or share what you usually recommend or even just mention outright how important diet is in the way you approach the practice of this medicine in your marketing. So include that information repeatedly on your Instagram account or your Facebook page, for example, so that patients are not only aware of it, or potential patients, I should say, are not only aware of this, but are used to it. And they get to a point where it seems natural and makes sense to them. So the idea here is that you are cultivating your own ideal patients for your practice. And when you teach this information over and over in your marketing, what you're really doing is allowing people to self-select whether they're your ideal patients or not. Because if they're listening to you and they're not feeling it or it doesn't resonate, they're probably going to either stop following you or simply never be that person who makes an appointment. And this is fine, by the way. It is okay to repel people who will never become your patients or who aren't a great fit for the way you practice. The fact is that by teaching these things repeatedly and being honest about how you approach the medicine in your marketing, you are going to attract more of the right people compared to those who unfollow or unsubscribe. And keep in mind that, you know, unfollows and unsubscribers are a natural part of marketing and that's okay. So let me give an example. Let's say that on your Instagram account, you're repeatedly talking about how you usually recommend a series of six treatments minimum for new patients for anxiety management. 
That means that the people who are turned off by this idea of coming in for weekly treatments are much less likely to make an appointment, right? If they are not prepared to make that commitment or they're not interested in that commitment, then they're not going to make an appointment with you, okay? But the people who are fine with the idea and who feel like what you're saying makes sense to them, they're going to stick around and keep learning from you. And then, and this is the really important part, when they do become your patients, they don't require convincing to stick to your treatment protocol that you recommend because they were aware of it and kind of opted into it before they ever made their first appointment or the, otherwise they wouldn't have made the, the appointment, right? So they self-selected into the specific way that you practice this medicine because you were teaching and sharing about it regularly in your marketing. And of course, some people may be turned off by the idea of six weeks of treatment for financial reasons, right? So whenever you're teaching about this in your marketing, it's a good idea to just bring this concern up outright. You can even say, you know, if you're on your Instagram account, for example, you can say, if you're worried about the cost of weekly treatments for six weeks, like I just mentioned, I totally get it. And I want you to know that we take insurance or we have a sliding scale or we offer a discount for first responders, etc. right? Whatever it is um, that you can do or that you usually do to help, you know, reach a wider audience and um, make your treatments more affordable, so that in the same breath, you're educating people on how acupuncture works and that it's cumulative, and then also eliminating a fear or resistance that they might have concerning finances at the same time. And if they're right for you, they'll stick around, okay? But I've seen this approach work again and again, not just in my own marketing, but in that of my students as well. And this does not have to be complex, okay? It could be as simple as saying once a week on your Instagram account, or your Facebook account, how many treatments do I no need for X condition, right? So one week you might be talking about anxiety and how many treatments are needed. And then the next, it's how many treatments for menstrual disorders, then for cosmetic acupuncture, then fertility, etc. Um, and you could send these out as emails as well, maybe like one email every two weeks, uh, I think is ideal for an email newsletter and just sort of sprinkle in there you know, pretty consistently information about treatment frequency. But regardless of the platform you choose, every time you mention this concept, you are helping people get used to the important uh, idea, sorry, uh, the important idea that acupuncture is not quite like Western medicine, right? It's not like um, pharmaceuticals where you might expect to take a pill and feel a difference immediately. It requires a little bit of uh, time and commitment, and it's just important for people to know that on the front end. So let me give you an example of this that has been playing out in my practice in the past four months or so. And I find it really fascinating. Uh, like I mentioned, on my Instagram account, I teach a lot of the same things over and over again about treatment frequency. And I give a lot of the same advice, mostly natural skincare advice, since I really love cosmetic acupuncture. I talk about diet tips uh, for skincare um, different skincare products that I like, um, reminding people to wear their sunscreen, et cetera, et cetera. And I let people know through my posts and my stories that cosmetic acupuncture, like acupuncture for most things, is 
partly my job. I usually say it's 50% my job as the acupuncturist, putting in needles, and then partly the patient's job, right? The other 50% is the patient being willing to make lifestyle changes and work together with me. The idea is, if you're not familiar with cosmetic acupuncture, um, you know, genuinely, when a patient is taking good care of themselves. So when they're eating a little extra protein, reducing their stress, getting more sleep, drinking more water, et cetera, et cetera, cosmetic acupuncture tends to have a much stronger effect, right? Otherwise I am sort of fighting against them and their lifestyle, trying to make their skin more vibrant with cosmetic acupuncture. It simply works better and is a better use of their money if they work with me and make an effort at home, okay? So I'm not shy about sharing this info on Instagram. Plus, showing up on Instagram regularly is a great way for patients to get to know me. They know, uh, for example, I'm a little goofy. I'm a cat lady. I wear mismatched Harry Potter socks. I wear hot pink scrubs or scrubs with little cats on them, little cats wearing hats. So by the time they make their first appointment, the patients who find me through Instagram are already big fans of cosmetic acupuncture, big fans of my practice, and they're so excited to meet me and see my office in person because they've seen it plenty of times on Instagram before, right? But never in person. And so they're really excited for their cosmetic acupuncture. It's like an event for them to be in my office after, uh, you know, following me on Instagram for so long, right? Basically, they're fans of what I do and how I do it before they ever arrive because they learn so much about cosmetic acupuncture from my Instagram marketing. They've had plenty of time to self-select as a patient, and they're all in. And importantly, they're already aware of everything that's required of them as a patient, or maybe not everything, but like most things they've been exposed to. So in their cosmetic acupuncture consult or their first treatment, You know, I'll be ready to dive into my usual spiel about treatment frequency for cosmetic acupuncture being twice a week for five to six weeks. And they're usually like, oh, yes, like I read about this already. You know, I saw the post or I saw your video. It's fine. I'm ready. Like I'm ready to move forward with this series of treatments. Okay, now let's contrast that with new patients that I've been getting from a Google ad that I started in late January. Because this contrast actually has really helped me identify this phenomenon and to reinforce for me, uh, you, you know, yet again, how useful social media is for marketing because of that opportunity to show up and teach and let people get to know me over and over again, okay? Social media just offers such a unique space for all of those things, Patients who find me through my Google ad have had much less exposure to me or how I practice this medicine than those who follow me on social media. It makes sense, right? They're searching for something on Google, whether it's natural pain relief, anxiety management, or, you know, natural wrinkle treatments, and then they see my ad. They pop over to my website. They might, like, peruse it a little bit, and then they make an appointment, which is awesome. However, this means that many of them have never been introduced to the idea that acupuncture is cumulative and that multiple treatments are needed, or the idea that I'm going to give them basically like lifestyle homework to make their treatments more effective, right? So A, I spend a lot more time in their initial appointment explaining, clarifying, and repeating these things 
um, you know, about treatment frequency, kind of basically trying to convince them that they need to come back for multiple treatments. And B, they are much less likely to be prepared to commit to a series of treatments because for many of them, their initial treatment in my office is the first time they've heard of the concept that acupuncture is cumulative. So I found that new patients who arrive from the Google ad are much more likely to have this idea in their head that they just want to give acupuncture a try for one treatment and see if they feel any different. And then they'll decide after that if they want to keep coming back, right? Which we know is not really how it works, right? For best results, they need to come in multiple times. Some people might feel different after their first treatment, but not everybody, and the, the concept here is that they haven't really bought into the way that acupuncture works compared to the people who've been following along with me on social media who hear this info so often that they just accept it as fact. Yeah, that they, if they really want acupuncture to work for them, they're going to need to give it some time. And I also want to add that, obviously, <laughs> I have nothing against the patients who arrive from Google ads. Um, they are all lovely people. You know, they're in various uh, points in their healthcare journey, and I enjoy meeting them and teaching them about acupuncture, right? Like, this is not me saying I don't like those patients or, you know, they're too much work. I don't want to spend time teaching people about acupuncture being cumulative. I mean, that's fine with me. If that's what we need to talk about in their first appointment, that's absolutely no problem. It's simply that I've discovered that it makes my practice more streamlined um, in person, like in my office, if patients have already been exposed to my marketing because I specifically gear a lot of my marketing around these concepts of treatment frequency and self-care, right? So they are more prepared and I just have to do less talking or repetition in person. Okay, when new patients come to my office. And that just tends to work better. That makes things run more smoothly in the office. Um, it does make my life easier. So I hope that makes sense. Um, and I also want to add that this does not mean I don't think Google ads are a good idea. I totally do. I've done Google ads on and off over the years. And I've always found that, at least for my practice in the area where I live, which is like a smaller town with less acupuncture competition, that Google ads almost always pay for themselves at the very least. They usually make more money in new patients each month than they cost, right? So I have no problem continuing to run them as long as that's the case, as long as there's a positive ROI. And of course, some of the patients from Google ads have become long-term patients. And, you know, some show up at my office from a Google ad with a very strong awareness of acupuncture already, what it's all about, um, you know, how many treatments they might need, etc. So this brings me to the point that in some areas, patients are better educated about acupuncture than where I live. Um, it really depends on where you are, Okay. As I said, I, I live in a smaller town, about 8,000 people, in a more uh, kind of conservative area in central New York State. So to clarify, not in New York City. I know sometimes when I say central New York, my international listeners occasionally think that means in the heart of New York City. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I live in pretty much the opposite of that. <laughs> uh, so I found that I have always had to spend a lot of time educating potential patients about acupuncture, how it works, and how it might be able to help them in my marketing. 
But it's possible that where you live, this isn't the case, or maybe not to the same degree. Maybe most of the new patients you see have already had acupuncture before, and you don't need that conversation about treatment frequency. It depends on a lot of factors. But regardless of where you practice, I'd really encourage you to try this method in your marketing. Um, You know, not just on social media, but you can do this, as I mentioned, through your email marketing as well, if you prefer. Um, I think at the very least, it will make it that you have to do less explaining about how acupuncture works at every new patient treatment. Like I said, it will kind of streamline your life a little bit and patients will be more prepared to, um, you know, invest their time and their money in their health with you. So my recommendation here is that you regularly talk about for your specialty and the conditions you like to treat, both treatment frequency and your basic expectation of patients in your marketing. So let me say that again. In your marketing, I want you to regularly and repeatedly bring up in an educational format um, treatment frequency in acupuncture and your basic expectation from your patients. Like if you are hoping that people will participate in their wellness plan with you, mentioning that in your marketing and what that might look like. Again, as I've been saying, what we're really trying to do is cultivate patients who um, have self-selected or opted in, uh, and they're already on board with everything that you teach and what you do because they've had so many different opportunities to learn it from you over and over again in your marketing, okay? Uh, Remember, because I always have people who are like, I'm a little uncomfortable. You know, I feel like I'm mentioning the same, I'm just teaching the same things over and over. Um, This is normal and necessary in marketing. We talked about this a lot in the last episode, number nine, if you want to take a listen. Um, But people need to hear your marketing message multiple times before they take action, right? This is normal in marketing. And Many of your followers have probably never even had the chance to hear you teach this before, right? It all depends on the elusive algorithm and, you know, whether, you know, the first time you taught something on Instagram, they happen to be online or whether the Instagram algorithm decided to share your posts with them that day. Okay. So repetition is normal and necessary in marketing for it to be effective, especially on social media. Okay. It's really the heart of marketing. So don't be afraid to repeat yourself. Um, And as I said, you know, worst case scenario, this marketing approach will hopefully make your life easier when you meet new patients in person. So you have to do a little less talking about the acupuncture basics at the first treatment. And best case scenario, this will actually start to generate patients who have followed you for long enough that what you say deeply resonates with them and makes sense to them so that by the time they make their first appointment, they're already raving fans of acupuncture and probably of you too. You know, they are excited and ready to go. They're ready to commit to a series of treatments and ready to make an effort to improve their health. Okay, so that's all for this week's episode. Before you go, I do want to let you know that the scholarship competition is officially open for Acupuncture Marketing School. Yay! So this week, I'll be awarding two scholarships for this online program. Acupuncture Marketing School is my foundation's marketing course for fellow acupuncturists, obviously, right? Uh, I I think of it as the marketing basics we should have learned in acupuncture school with a focus on digital marketing. You know, so my emphasis is uh, email marketing, social media, content creation, 
Google reviews, etc. And I'll be giving away a seat in this course to one acupuncturist and then one seat to an acupuncture student. Um, the winners will be announced on Sunday, so definitely get your entry in ASAP. I think it's so important to get acupuncture students thinking seriously about their niche, their marketing plan, their branding, and their marketing message well before they graduate. So I think that would really help our profession as a whole if acupuncture students had a strong understanding of what practice is going to be like after graduation and what they can do to build strong businesses in their communities, right? If they were thinking about that well before they graduated uh, and they felt informed and confident about it, I think it would help our profession far into the future, okay? Um, but I digress. <laughs> Clearly, that's one of my favorite topics. Uh, let me explain how to enter the competition. It's very simple. All you have to do is Record a video, two minutes or less, introducing yourself and explaining why you need this marketing education. So how will it impact you, your business, or your community? And email it to me at scholarship at michellegrassick.com. I'll include that email and a link to the scholarship website in the show notes for this episode. And if you can't record a video, no problem. You can submit your scholarship entry as an audio file, if you like, or as written text in the body of an email. No more than two paragraphs, please. So we get a lot of scholarship applications from acupuncturists all over the world. Um, and so I ask that you keep your entries kind of short and sweet, if possible, so that we can give ample time to every application, right? Uh, again, the links are in the show notes to learn more about the scholarship, about acupuncture marketing school and how to submit your entry. Good luck. I can't wait to get your submission until next time.